Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to The Art of Kindness, where we have compassionate conversations with artists from all areas of the entertainment industry who are using their voice to spread joy and make this big spinning planet in the sky a better place to be. I'm Robert Peter Paul, and I'm so glad you're here. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Uh, and every other holiday that everybody celebrates. It definitely feels like Christmas in Connecticut. I've been seeing lots of holiday decorations on my walks here, and it even snowed the other day, which was totally uncalled for, but a welcome sight, as I watched from my warm apartment at least. (laughs) Speaking of, I really need to up the Christmas vibe in our little box here. Would you believe this? We still have to put up our Christmas tree, which is really sad because it's a very tiny tree that Cassie's mom got us from Rite Aid one year. It's basically the size of a small umbrella, and it works that way too. You just prop it up. We've been running around though and haven't had a moment. Have you guys had a second to put up your tree? I really love decorating the tree. We usually all do it together at my dad's house, and it's so fun because every ornament you take out of the box is like a little memory, right? You remember where it's from, or sometimes it even symbolizes a major milestone in your life. I think we still have a little ornament that my parents got from when I was born. I mean, it would have been better if somebody gave them a warning document saying that I was going to be a really hyper and crazy child, but you know what? All worked out. Do you guys have any traditions when you're decorating the tree? For us, we like to play holiday music, and if I'm feeling hyper, which is my natural state, let's be real, my siblings and I will inevitably start to fly around the house dancing. We could probably use a lesson or two from today's guest. On this episode, we're going to dance into the holiday season with television personality, fitness expert, and Dancing with the Stars pro, Alan Burstyn. His partner was the talk co-host Amanda Klutz, who tragically lost her husband, Nick Cordero, to COVID during the pandemic. Alan so candidly spoke about their lovely relationship what Amanda taught him throughout their time together, and how she was really a beacon of light. We also discuss how he handles being judged every single week on the competition show, working in reality TV, a major health scare that's changed his whole life, and much more. 
I also want to quickly give a shout out to my Dancing with the Stars gurus, my Aunt Marianne, and my friend Haley, who offered me lots of insight when I was prepping for this. Love you both! Without further ado, please welcome Alan Burstyn. Alan! What's up? How's it going? I'm good. How are you, Robert? I'm good, thanks. I'm so pumped to talk to you today. Thanks for taking the time to do this. Of course. Congratulations on another season of Dancing with the Stars. I am truly in awe of your talent, especially as someone who can barely walk. Well, I, I don't know. I'd say I'm a mover. I'm a mover. But your talent just really amazes me. When you hear people come up to you and tell you that and that they're a fan of you and you teach people, so I'm sure you get masses of compliments all day long. How do you handle that? Are you someone who's good at compliments or do you kind of shy away? Oh, uh, I, I probably shy away. Like, I, <laughs> it does make me feel good, but I'm like, oh, stop it. Keep going, but stop it. <laughs> no, uh, it's definitely, I feel very grateful for that. And I feel like one of the greatest things about that is that, you know, I get to do what I love every single day and people feel good watching it. You know, like I get pleasure out of doing it and people get pleasure out of watching it. So it just makes me feel... You know, I, I feel really grateful that I just get to do what I love and people admire that. So I feel very lucky. Yeah, that's such a beautiful attitude. It's interesting because we want that love and that, you know, those compliments. But then we do get shy, like you're saying. I mean, I know I get super awkward anytime I get a compliment and I'm like, thank you. And I run away. And then I think to myself, that was so nice. I should have basked in that. You know what I mean? I had uh, one really, I have one moment that I'll remember. Forever. I was walking on Melrose Avenue, just getting like a coffee and somebody just drove by and they're like, we love you, Alan. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I just kept driving. I don't know who it was. Well, that's better than getting a coffee. It's probably my mom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you just pay your mom to constantly drive around, follow you, and shout that out yeah. the window. Yeah, maybe I should do that. That's a, that sounds like a good gig. Exactly. <laughs> I would love to know, just to start out, what is your definition of kindness? I feel like kindness is taking the opportunity to hear somebody out and actually take a moment and be there in the moment as opposed to just like asking somebody, Hey, how are you? And just like walking by, it's like, take the second and actually be there and, and connect with somebody. Yeah. It's hard now when we're always medicating ourselves with Netflix or scrolling through Instagram, nobody ever wants to stay in the moment, which is strange. We're breeding such awkward people, which I understand. Yeah, it, is, it, it really is. Like yeah. even with like TikTok, like sometimes I love making eye contact when I, and no matter what, if I say hi to somebody, I make eye contact. And where was I? Oh, I think I was checking into the gym. And I even like had to catch myself because I was like trying like not to look. And I was like, I need to look. Like it was weird <laughs> with all this technology. And like, I swear TikTok is ruining it. I, I just sit on TikTok for like hours now. And I'm like, what is happening? I know. And then I feel like I close my eyes and my, my eyes are like scrolling in Still my head. TikToking. Yeah. When I try to go to sleep, there are rehabs for TikTok. I found out recently, which, yeah, I got to check in. I think <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. Addictive. Okay. So you grew up in Minnesota, right? Yes. So there was no TikTok then when you were growing up, but you did start out performing at a young age. Do you remember any acts of kindness that stand out to you from people as you began your journey with performing? Yeah, you know, it's so different now with social media. I remember even when I did So You Think You Can Dance, which was less than 10 years ago, I didn't even have social media. Like they made the social media for me. 
So I was like, okay. But before that, when I was younger and, and dancing, if I ever did like a performance, like people would literally just like run up to me and be like, wow, good job. And I'm this like 10 year old kid. I don't know any wiser. So I guess it, it was just ingrained in like when you see something good or, or you praise it and you go out, out of your way and be like, wow, that really touched me. That, that was nice. That was very impressive or that made me smile. And I feel like back in the day, it was like you would get that in-person interaction. And I also still get that sometimes when we're on tour. And I feel like that's one of the reasons I love tour is I get to interact with our audience in person as opposed to them seeing me through a TV screen and then me then like hearing that they loved it through a phone screen. Like Mm -hmm. I can dance. They can literally come up to me after the show and be like, I really enjoyed that. Thank you so much for making a smile today or making me feel this way. You know, and I love the tour because of that, that human interaction, that genuine, you know, making that eye contact and, and really connecting to that person. Yeah. And you get to feel the energy of the crowd, which I'm sure yeah. just fuels you even more and kind of, it's like a happy blackout, you know, when you're performing yeah. on stage. It's such a, a nice yeah. high. It, it, yeah. it's, it's the best feeling in the world when you can do something and get that instant like feedback almost yeah you know through the audience and it's awesome yeah and i think that is why people are so addicted to social media too because you get that instant feedback of the likes Mm -hmm. and you you mentioned so you think you can dance and how you know they made you a social media platform back then i worked on america's got talent maybe seven years ago and i was doing that for people i was on the social team and so many people still weren't on social media even just seven years ago i know on reality tv competition shows it can sometimes become a more manufactured and negative environment. In your experience, what do you think makes a positive set? You know, I'm really lucky. Our show is is so strange because everyone is so supportive. Mm. You know, it's everyone wants to be there. Everyone wants to do their best. And at the same time, they're rooting everyone else on because I think we all know how nerve wracking it is to be on that stage and you want people supporting you. So you kind of support everyone and everyone's trying their hardest. And, you know, it's just, it, it, we are a really big family. And this past season, more than ever, the celebrities were so in unison with each other. They were so supportive and they really became friends, which is rare, especially because of COVID last season, like we weren't allowed to be with anyone. Mm. And so like we were able to be on the floor supporting and watching the couples this season. And it really brought that unity back into the ballroom. And it's even though it's competitive and, you know, somebody's going home every week for some reason, everyone's so supportive. And, you know, it it, it is really more than just a dance competition show. Mm. And it's like you just want everyone to go out there and have the time of their life. So it it feels weird. I, I can't explain it. Obviously, I'm competitive. I can explain it. Ready? So <laughs> I'm ready. The first hour and 55 minutes when everyone's dancing, everyone's really supportive. And the last five minutes when they do the elimination, everyone's like, oh, shoot. I'm nervous now. <laughs> so it's like, except if there was no elimination, it would be the best show in the world. Mm. Well, it comes through the screen. And I think that's what makes for really great TV shows, even narrative shows like the office which had a great ensemble you can tell when people really enjoy working together and we all love that you know the drama that's infused in i mean we're only human for some reason we love that but that's i think what's special about dancing with the stars is that you could tell it's all in good fun i also think it's like people 
it's not about beating somebody else in the elimination. Yeah. I think it's about surviving and staying because you're having so much fun. Mm, that's a good way to look at it. You know, like every time Amanda and I, right before the eliminations, we would say a quick prayer and we're like, we are so thankful that we got this opportunity every single week. We hope we can do it again because we want to go out there and dance again. You mm -hmm. know, like, I don't think it's like, oh, I hope this person goes home. It's more of, I hope I stay. Yeah. That's such a great flip. It's like the half full, half empty glass mentality. Does coming back to that gratitude help you in those moments when you're being judged? Because I know you've been there for six seasons, right? And yeah. the whole point of the show is you get judged by the judges and then you get judged online by masses of yes. people. Do you have any tips for handling judgment? Have you gotten well, better at it? <laughs> I think the good thing about the show is they try to judge you in a constructive way. Mm -hmm. So the judges are never, they're like, oh, you suck. The judges are more like, that was great. If we do this, it can be even better. Or I really wanted to see this out of you or this. So the good thing about the judges is that, yeah, they are trying to make you feel even more confident in yourself and grow because that's the point of the show is growing. Yeah. On social media, some people are obviously fans and supportive of you and, and want you to grow. And some people are haters. I think it's important to just look at the positivity, you yeah. know? Just because somebody's having a bad day and they reflect that on you doesn't mean that you have to have a bad day and, and keep that chain going. You know, yeah. you can you can just hold on to the positivity and let the let the negativity pass. Yeah, I love that. It can be hard though when even when people are giving you constructive criticism, because even if they're saying something constructive, what you're hearing is, I did something wrong, I'm bad. And so some people can't even hear it. So I think you're in such a unique position where you're, I mean, you always seem to accept everything so gracefully, but you know, when you're learning that every season live on TV, that's, that's pretty yeah. unique and cool. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's that same gratefulness to be there. You know, yeah. it's been a dream of mine. So the fact that I get to stand up there and, you know, if they do give me critiques on the choreo or what I could do better to teach my partners, you know, it's, it really is like an ego thing of like, you know, it will actually make me better if I just listen to them as opposed to be like, no, I'm the best. Mm. So I, I really do want to learn. And I feel like one of the best things you can do in life is just keep learning, you know, ask questions, always try to find out how you could either enhance your own perception or understand somebody else's perception you know because the way we per i perceive something is not the same way you perceive it or anyone else mm. and i really even with my dances i really like an outside eye you know because i want somebody to be like oh this is a good idea or this isn't a good idea because i'm so in it i'm in yeah uh, it, it's so close to me that i can't see everything so like when the judges mention something, I'm like, oh, you 100%, you're right. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's that extra eye that helps you learn and grow. Yeah, they have that big picture view, which is really healthy that you recognize that because we're not good judges of ourselves and yet we judge ourselves constantly in every single moment of the day. You know what I mean? Especially on Zoom when you could see yourself, which I'm gonna hide myself right now. You're constantly <laughs> judging. It's like a human fault. So. I think it's cool that you're able to step back and see that big picture. I try to. <laughs> yeah, it, it's hard, right? It's, it's really hard, but it's definitely a learning process. And I mean, you guys, it seems like such an intense show. I mean, with the rehearsal process and amping up those skills. So I'm sure that's an added craziness in a lot of ways. Maybe you don't even have time to judge yourself, which is good. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, I think the judging comes throughout the week. You're like, how can I make this better? At least for myself. Yeah. It's like, 
it's it's hard because Tuesday you start the dance. Wednesday, you're like, hopefully the dance is good and the celebrity can pick it up. Mm. By Thursday, like it has to be done. And you're like, if it's not done, I failed. I didn't teach my partner well enough or I didn't create something good enough. And then you're kind of like just trying to fix it. Or sometimes it just happens so smoothly, you know, like you can never really expect something. Like I feel like the second you make an expectation, that's when it goes bad. I've learned on this show to just, you know, go one day at a time don't expect something huge just kind of enjoy the moment because it even though it's 10 weeks that 10 weeks is so fast you know yeah. and in in reality it's one week at a time when you made it all the way to the end and me and amanda were so lucky to make it to the end yeah, yeah. we did 10 weeks of it but when we were doing each week it was like we just hope this week goes well because we want to do the next week. Oh, the next dance is so important to us. We really want to do that. And we're having so much fun in it. And so another thing is like when we finish the dances, it's like, you know, if you did a good job. So like me and Amanda, we, the second we finished, like we were so proud of each other that when we went to get those judges scores, we were already proud. It doesn't matter if they said it was bad or it was horrible. Or if it was good, we felt good about it. So everything on top of it was like just another layer of like, oh, this could have been even better. Or, you know what? You did so much better than we expected. And I feel like when you are proud of yourself, then you can either take that criticism or that compliment better. Yeah. Wow. Dancing with the stars is like the ultimate school. It 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 can go a lot of ways, but it seems like it really gives you a lot of great life lessons. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You mentioned Amanda Klutz. You got so lucky this year. What a talented, amazing powerhouse. She, of course, tragically had lost her husband, Nick Cordero, to COVID. And you and Amanda really seemed to become best friends in a lot of ways throughout the process. She's even said that. And she's also said that you helped her move forward as she was grieving this terrible loss of such a a great man who I had the privilege of interviewing. He was just such a lovely person. I mean, I feel like the world collectively mourned him. So to have her as your contestant, what did you learn from her? You know, I'm sure there were a lot of lessons, but working with her, what did she teach you specifically? Oh, Amanda is literally the the sweetest person in the world. And 
I, I truly am so lucky that I was her partner and that she was partnered with me. Um, we went on this incredible journey together where, you know, they come into the show and, and we're the teacher. We're supposed to be teaching them so much and, and, and new dances and this and whatever. But Amanda really taught me so much. And it was more about not like, oh, okay, patience. Yeah. And, and with this and believing in myself, because somehow she made me believe in myself even more than, than I thought I could. Mm -hmm. You know, so that helped. But one of the biggest things she taught me was not only to be grateful and, and really enjoy every moment because you truly don't know when it, it's over, um, but also to look at the positivity and pass on that kindness. You know, Amanda has gone through so much and the fact that every day she goes out there and spreads positivity is, is such a blessing. You know, the mm -hmm. fact that she can go out there and she goes out of her way and says hi to every single person and asks how they're doing and if they're doing okay. And it's just so, so inspiring to see because she is literally going out there and just making people smile and by just being herself, you know? Mm -hmm. So I really, I learned that A, to be grateful for every moment, but B, to also look at the positivity and everything and the fact that you know, it, it does relate to, uh, to gratefulness or graciousness, yeah. but the fact that I get to do something every single day that I've always dreamed about is, I, I can't put into words how amazing that is for me. And I, I don't want to take that for granted, mm. you know? So she really taught me to live in that moment and, and just enjoy the moment and try not to think about like, oh, what happens if we get eliminated this week or or this, or I really want to get, it's more about like, let's make this the best moment possible and then just enjoy it. That's beautiful. And it's shown I always screen. struggle with that, especially on yeah. a show, Dancing with the Stars, where on Monday at 7 p.m., you find out you're safe for the next week. But then I have to go and start choreographing and get, getting ready for the next dance. So when we get in on Tuesday, instead of being like, oh my God, we did it, we're here. It's like, great job. And this is something I've always struggled with. Great job. Let's start learning the next dance. And it's, mm. I almost never give that opportunity to celebrate. And with Amanda, it was always like, let's celebrate this moment. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, because that, that is so important to celebrate those moments. Because if you don't stop and take in those moments, what is your life going to be? It's yeah. just going to be a, a grind. Yeah, so exactly. And I think she really taught me to look at each moment and, and celebrate life, celebrate these moments, and just enjoy. Mm. That's beautiful. She seems like someone who might have been a little bit more comfortable coming in since she was already such a talented, skillful powerhouse. But even her, she's new to this show. And I know she was, you know, also working on her other show. When contestants come in, do you do anything specific to make them feel a bit more comfortable since it's kind of like they're coming into your home? Yeah, I mean, I try to be as caring and as supportive as possible to all of my partners, but everyone's different. So mm. with Amanda, for example, when we're dancing, she did not like to learn something on her own. So like, if I were like, okay, here are the steps. Can you show me the steps? She'd be like, can I just do them with you? And I'll be okay. You know, so <laughs> yeah. it's just every celebrity is different. Amanda was one of the hardest working partners I've ever had. You know, she, she cared about it. She cared about me, which was also an added bonus. She cared about the show. She just really cared. And you can see that care mm -hmm. in the quality of everything that, that we did. Yeah. So like, I, was, I was very, very lucky. And I can't say enough good words about Amanda.
Oh, I'll keep going. No, I, I think you've said so many wonderful things. But of course, in reality TV and in life, you know, it can't always be these positive moments. But I think as humans, if we're approaching it with authenticity and being ourselves, it's still kindness, even when we have to handle these tense situations. So when you guys are tirelessly working and tensions do get high, and maybe you have to give a little bit of tough love, which is still love at the end of the day, how do you handle those moments? Do, do you have a specific approach? Have you kind of honed that in? I still honing it in. Um, <laughs> Aren't we all? Yeah. Um, I am very passionate. And so I love, you know, working for it and achieving that goal. When somebody cares, you don't have to force them to do anything. You know, you can be tough on them because you believe in them. So with Amanda in our Argentine tango, for example, mm -hmm. it was one of the hardest dances I've ever choreographed on the show because I knew Amanda could do it, even though she couldn't believe that she could do it yet. Mm -hmm. So by the end of it, she was like, thank you so much for pushing me. Thank you so much for, for believing in me because I knew she could, I, I could see how, how dedicated she is, how much she cares about it. And that to me is something that you can't teach. You know, you can't teach yeah. someone to be passionate. You can't teach someone to, to, to be dedicated. You can ask them, but at the end of the day, it's their choice. And Amanda always came out there with, with this willing to learn and wanting to grow and it made the dances so much more special because I could push her. And even if they were hard, if, even if it was a hard day, she knew that it was because we both cared or that it was tough love. It wasn't just being tough. Yeah. You know, I wanted her to succeed and I wanted her to feel good about herself. And she understood that. And I think the biggest thing, the biggest part of the show that helps a partnership or kills a partnership is communication. And so Amanda was really good at communicating and really helped me communicate more because I listen very well, but sometimes I don't speak well. You know, I'm more of like, I understand what you're doing, but can you try it like this anyways? And she was like, well, that word doesn't work for me. And so I was able to then understand what she was doing, asking and change the wording to make her feel more confident in herself. That's so, so cool. Yeah, it's it's not just me telling her what to do every day. It's it's us growing together as a partnership and trying to learn together. Mm. It's almost like you want the producers to interview the celebrities coming in to see if they work a similar ways and then pair them up that way. Or maybe the opposite because they want drama. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you don't know. You never know. One of the hardest questions we get is like, who's your dream partner? And you yeah. never really know until you're in that room with that person mm. because you just, you know, everyone works differently. Amanda is definitely somebody that if I were to describe as like the traits of a dream partner, it's that, you yeah. know, Amanda, she loved doing it. She loved performing. She loved dancing. She loved learning and she really cared about it. And she didn't just think, oh, this is a dance show. You know, she really got the most out of it. Yeah. Well, let me take that question off my list. Alan, who's your dream? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So you're also, you're not just a coach on screen. You're also a coach off screen. And I, I've had friends that have taken classes with you and just sing your praises and say, you're such a wonderful teacher. What does teaching give back to you? My brother owns a dance studio here in Minnesota. So mm -hmm. even before I did So You Think You Can Dance, when I was like 15 or 16, I was already teaching, you know, some of the kids, some adults. I was doing like wedding dances at 16. I didn't even know what I was doing. <laughs> wedding. I was like, wedding? I don't know. But I love dancing so much. And it puts such a joy on my in my life that if I'm able to bring that joy to somebody else by helping them learn, it just, I feel very lucky. And one of the the 
things that I've thought and said this whole season is with Amanda, she's somebody that brings so much joy and inspiration to people. The fact that I get to come here every single day and make her smile and make her feel good about herself. I feel like I'm the luckiest person in the world to be able to do that because she in turn gets to do that to so many people. Mm -hmm. So if I'm able to make somebody as important as Amanda smile, like to me, that's the biggest accomplishment. And that is the same as everyone that I, you know, I interact with. If I get to teach anybody, I'm, I'm going to give them everything I have because you know, they're not, they're not forced to be there. They want to be there. They're taking a lesson. I want to give them the best experience possible because I want them to have fun. I want them to smile. I want them to enjoy dancing the way I enjoy dancing. Yeah. I think people learn a lot better too when they're having fun and they're laughing. Yeah. Some people like it very rigid, but maybe that's something they should break down with their therapist because they're childhood. <laughs> I don't know. But that's, that's really cool. We talk a lot about spreading smiles on this podcast and how you should lift your head up when you're walking on the street and just smile at the person walking by, which is harder with masks now, obviously. It is, but you can still tell yeah. by the eyes. Yeah. I mean, I freak people out because I'm like, my eyes are like, speaking of uh, Dancing with the Stars, Tyra Banks, smizing, which she coined. I, I try to do that, but it's really like scaring, I would say. So yeah. <laughs> I know we're running out of time, but I would love to just ask you, in 2018, I know you had a health scare, hyperparathyroidism, which I've had in my family as well with someone. Can you talk about how that inspired you to become better with your health and, and make that a priority? And then also I hear developing a fitness dance program, which... I don't know yeah. if that was the aftermath as well. That was the scariest thing I've ever experienced in my life because yeah. health is so, you know, I, I feel like you can control so many aspects in your life or try to control, but health is something that like you don't really get to control. You can try to keep your body in good shape and, and eat healthy and exercise, but I was doing that anyways. And then this happened and I have a really cool scar that I'll have forever to remember Ooh. Yeah, I love it. At first, I was like, I hate this. And now I'm like, I'm really proud of it. But it was, you know, it was like a bit of a wake up call because, you know, it just, it shows you a how you should really enjoy every moment because you never know. Mm -hmm. But B, like you should take care of your body as much as you can because it is your one body for this life. You know, you don't get another one if it, if it breaks or if, you know, you just, you got to really take care of it. And so Dancing to me is something that, A, it brings me so much joy spiritually and, and, you know, in my everyday life, but it also is good for the body. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a great workout. It doesn't even, it's a good workout because you don't even think you're working out. You know, it's like, and those are the best workouts. When you're on a treadmill, you know, you're on a treadmill. You're like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. But when, you're, when you're working, when you're dancing and you're having fun and you're sweating, you don't even realize how good that is for a your mind, but also your body. So I feel like dancing is one of the best workouts. And yeah, I would love to start a dance workout, you know, program. And I really want to get into that. And I'm really trying to get into that. Yeah, well, I think you'll kill it. I mean, tapping into the, the joy of dancing. My fiance is a dancer, and she doesn't really like to do any other kind of exercise. So she really dances when she's choreographing her in a show. Yeah. And when she's not, she can't find that perfect class or or that tape. So I yeah. think having someone like you is approaching it with the joy and making it fun. It's almost like you're at a wedding dancing with your family. And you don't yeah. notice you're sweating through your suit, which has happened many times. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that would be wonderful. And I, I can't wait to see that. Before yeah. I let you go, 
I would just love if we could end on a tangible kindness tip that you have for our listeners. It could be a kindness or a wellness tip. Something people have talked a lot about here on is what I mentioned before, smiling at people on the street or uh, saying hello to people on the street. Just something that you think people could do to make the world a little brighter in these dark times. I think what a smiling is probably the best one, but I think yeah. as well as smiling, eye contact. You know, and Amanda actually told me that like eye contact in children is something that's so important. So with her son, she'll just every morning look into his eyes for like 15 seconds and make sure that they're present. So I feel like if you're actually talking to somebody, you're already talking to somebody, you might as well look into their eyes and, and really feel connected with somebody. You know, even if you're just greeting somebody, look in their eyes, you know, be present in the moment. And I feel like that will make people feel heard and understood and feel like cared for. And in turn, I think that makes people happier. Yeah, I think that's awesome. We actually just took our engagement photos and the photographer kept saying, stare into each other's eyes, now kiss. <laughs> and you're staring into each other's eyes for like the full 45 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> at that point, it's awkward. <laughs> it was, I mean, I'm awkward anyway, so I thrive. But I was like, I don't think I've ever looked at you this much, honestly. So it's probably good before we get married. But you do just yeah. you feel so, you know, you feel so giddy when you're looking into somebody else's eyes because you are, yeah. it's like that simpatico of, oh, we're, we're humans both in this weird world on this journey. So I, I think that's a great tip to leave this on. Yeah. I want to thank you so much for your time and all the joy that you bring to audiences with Dancing with the Stars and your other ventures. My aunt is obsessed. So I she was like freaking out when I told her you were coming on here. Just to name, Hello, you know, I, say hi. I will. My Aunt Mare, just to name one person, because there are so many people that you probably will never realize that you're you're touching and making happy. So Congratulations to you and have a good holiday season with the family. Thank you, Robert. You too. Thanks. And now it's time for your kindness tip of the week. I've been thinking a lot about the importance of mentors this week. Of course, because Alan is such a wonderful mentor to so many on Dancing with the Stars, but also because we recently lost Stephen Sondheim. Cass and I watched Tick, Tick, Boom last night, which was such a beautiful film, and I totally recommend seeing it if you have not already. It's now streaming on Netflix. It's such a relatable story as an artist, especially if you're living in New York City and you're struggling a little bit right now. I thought they did a wonderful job translating it to the screen, so much so that I was only just a little bit sad that I auditioned for it and didn't book it. <laughs> and just being honest. No, but the movie turned out how it was meant to. Adapted from Jonathan Larson's brilliant play, which is based on his own life, Tick, Tick, Boom centers on Jonathan Larson pre his prolific, iconic hit, Rent, which we all really respect in the musical theater world. Larson's hero was Stephen Sondheim in both the story and real life. Sondheim kind of unofficially mentored Larson, and he was really the fuel for him when he was running on empty and puttering to a stop. The mentorship theme is actually a whole other level when we're talking about this movie, because Lin-Manuel Miranda directed the movie, and Jonathan Larson was a huge influence on Lin-Manuel himself. Today's kindness tip is twofold. If you're in a position to, I want you to think about mentoring someone. Maybe someone's been reaching out to you for advice about the industry you're in, or seeing if they can even shadow you at work. It's so important that we open ourselves to these experiences. On the other hand, if you're a mentee, 
Is that right? A mentee, someone who's being mentored. If you have a mentor, even someone that you look up to, please take the time to thank them. Send a gift or a sweet sentiment to show your appreciation. We all need at least one person to lean on. I hope you all know you can lean on me. This show is coming back with lots more holiday fun and incredible guests that I feel so fortunate to speak with. If you have a suggestion for a guest or a kindness tip, please let us know on social media. We are at Art of Kindness Pod on Instagram. And then I'm at Rob Peter Paul. Everywhere else you can reach me on the socials. While we're doing these little plugs, you know what I'm going to ask. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate a review. These five-star reviews totally help in the podcasting world. I think Apple's the only place you can leave a review. But anyway, I feel awkward asking, and yet I do it (laughs) because it's important. So I would really appreciate that. That could be a little gift to me this holiday season if you're so inclined. No pressure, of course. I hope you all have a delightful rest of your day. Until next time, remember, everything's going to be A-OK. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.